Hello, welcome everyone to Being Experiential Podcast. Dean, <laughs> with Bethany Evans and myself, Aaron Pruitt, we are so. If you find another word, then excited. We use I'm, excited every single time. I know. I'm like this is this is one that's fun for me because I think between you and I, we're going to be doing spring intuitive hits like the energy, what's to expect, moon cycle, you know, how to take care of your body. And then we're going to be reading each of you on your sun sign, like what's astrology sign and how it's going to play into the next coming months of spring. Uh, But I like this because I feel like this is free flow kind of. Why do you like it be? I like that too. They're, um, I mean, full disclosure, we didn't prepare a lot for this. Which is honestly my favorite thing to do because sometimes if I try to prepare too much, I get really anxious and nervous and it fucks me up because I start to go into my left brain instead of, you know, like trying to just be in the flow and be able to just channel what wants to come through. It is, it's such a, um, I told Carl the other day and we're going to be covering this in a couple of weeks, but we, Bethany and I got trained in theta healing. And I told him, hey, I'm going to work on you. Do not expect me to make sense after this. I'm going to be in my right <laughs> brain. So, because he, because the joke is he says now, because I finally, he listens to me finally. I'm like, finally, well, yeah. I'm literal. I'm literal. <laughs> so when I get intuitive, he's looking at me like, what, what the, the fuck, fuck are, you are you saying? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. And he looked at me like, okay, well, why are you saying that? Like, of course I allow you to be in your right brain. And I'm, I'm like, oh my God. Oh, Lordy. Yeah, just (laughs) let it sink in for a second. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Yeah. So let's talk spring. Spring Spring equinox. I mean, I'm excited for it. It's like, it's going to get warmer. And I feel like the energy just is like more fluttery. I don't know what that's like. (laughs) feminine like like yeah it's yeah I don't like that it's getting well I don't want to say I don't like it's not my preferred weather I like it cold and crisp however I do love the flowers and things getting green mm-hmm. I'm like I that's I'm always when you drive around you're like oh, it's so pretty it's yeah so pretty. see I don't like summer weather as much I like spring because it to me spring is like it's that in between of like being cold mm. and hot and it's like the, the perfect temperature for me. You know, it's like, yeah, it's a little bit breezy and cool, but the sun's still out and it feels good yeah. to be outside when it's like summertime. You're just like, I don't want to be outside. It's too hot. And then when it's winter, it's like, it's too cold to be outside. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the spring true. is like just right. If you're, it's like Goldilocks, right? It's the just right <laughs> bed. <laughs> Well, the first thing for all of you to know is that March 20th is spring equinox, which in astrology, it is the astrological new year. So really we haven't even started the new year yet. It starts in March and on March 20th to be exact. And it starts in Aries, which is known as the youngest sign. Mm -hmm. The funny thing is like Aries is this impulsive, young, very passionately driven, um, yes. astrological sign. And I think that makes sense that it kicks off spring because yeah. you know, things are blossoming. It's like, get the fuck out of here, out of the dirt, yeah. blossom, make shit happen. Exactly. And you have to push through it really hard in order to, to crack through. That's exactly Aries energy. It's like, it's like they, they like have a lot of oomph and then they're, then they kind of run out of steam. <laughs> they're, they're sprinters. 
So if you're an Aries or you have an Aries rising, find out where your Aries is and be like, okay, yeah. that's my sprinter. Yeah. So if I'm doing, if it's in my house, let's say, and you're talking about domestic chores, like get the big stuff done first. Cause you're going to yeah. peter out. Exactly. But I think about my so, son. <laughs> they go so hard to me. It's funny because I forget they have the peter out factor. Mm-hmm. Because they look like, holy shit, look at them go. Like, foo, 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 foo. And I'm like, um, I am the, the like, pace yourself. Well, you're, yeah, that's probably like your Taurus energy too. Is kind yeah. of like the slow and steady, you know? Like, let's get a Yeah, exactly. That's because that's me done. too. Yeah, that's me too. I'm a Taurus rising. So I'm like, he, my, my son like runs circles around me and I'm just like, whoa, like you need to like chill. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what are you just curious? Cause we, I want to make sure that we cover, um, what do you do? What's your, to take care of the body and you look at the, especially the feminine body, when you call in the spring equinox of, you know, some growth new. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, for me, it's always, it's going to be different for everyone. So you may or may not be actually feeling you know, the spring energy when we're talking about it or necessarily when it's happening. So it's always about just tuning into your body and what's happening within you. So, um, you know, there is a spring phase within our menstrual cycle, which I talk a lot about if you follow me on Instagram. Um, and that is our pre-ovulation phase. So that is actually our most, uh, masculine, uh, energetic phase. So we have masculine phases and we also have feminine phases in our menstrual cycle. So your memory or logic, your reasoning are super heightened. Um, you have like a really strong drive and determination to like get things done. You've kind of are self-confident and fearless and, um, you know, you're just very high spirited and you would just want, like, it's basically Aries energy. <laughs> I feel like we just described it. Um, so if you're not feeling that I'd, I'd say just like when those bursts have come up for you, take advantage of it when you can feel, cause I, you know, when you are tapped into your body, you can feel when you need to rest more, you know? So like Aaron and I, we're both on our period right now. I think our period, our, our cycles have synced up <laughs> and remotely. Like we have not, yeah. well, well, that's not true. we were together for a few days, but it is well, no, but of- before that it was, we had talked about it and I was like, oh, oh yeah. we're synced up, but I think it's just cause we meet weekly. Right. So, which is funny anyway. So we're both talking about how we, we give ourselves more permission to be slower and to not, not be in masculine energy. It's more about being still and relaxing. So, um, if you're not feeling that energy, don't force yourself to, but, but notice when you are, when you do have the energetic spurts and that's, that's that spring energy, um, getting you ready to take action. So yeah, it'll be dependent. And I think it's following your menstrual cycle too. So when say you're not in your pre-ovulation phase when spring equinox is happening doesn't mean that, you know, it's not going to happen within the next couple of weeks for you. So I think also following your menstrual cycle and utilizing the energy will be helpful for you, making it always individualized. Yeah. What I think is interesting too, is we have a trine between Jupiter and Aquarius. I suck. I love this. What does trine mean? Cause I don't know it, any of these things. Oh God. It's like at a certain angle, the two. Okay. Um, now they meet. Are they like? Are they, are they like? They meet. I feel. I hear trine. I think of like a triangle. I don't know why, but yeah. It, but okay. it's, it's at a particular angle, which requires okay. them to work. Like it has them work together. Okay. And what's nice about them working together in this ang- in this triangle? I think it might. Be, I think it's with. Fuck, now I'm gonna say this, and I'm not sure. So fact check. Is, <laughs> I think it's a trine with the sun sign of Aries. Is what okay. the trine is. Gotcha. Um, but. It is uh, Jupiter 
and Aquarius and Jupiter is the ruling planet of uh, Sagittarius. Isn't that the luck planet? Luck, yeah. money, like, and so what they're saying is um, during the equinox, so it overlaps with the equinox is look at social and material success. So if you're creating like, okay, I'm, I'm moving forward. I'm leaping forward. Use that energy on top of the equinox of spring. So it's like yeah. spring awakening, coming awake, you know, you're about, uh, well, it's like you're fertile. Something. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say you're fertile. So it's, it's like good time to plant seeds. Like it's not actually the time to see it sprout necessarily, yeah. but you're, you're creating space for it to occur. So that is something to do too, is to like maybe get rid of or clear out things you don't you know, that's why I say spring cleaning, like uh, get rid of things to make space for what the new beginnings and stuff you want to create. I would say, yes, I would just add a little bit that I think during the uh, the equinox, well, with the trine of Jupiter and Aquarius, it actually will be, you're going to see it come to fruition. Oh, cool. So maybe now is the time to kind of like, where do I want to jumpstart my social, mm-hmm. my money? Like, where do I want to see yeah. it grow? like physically in front of me. So you're going to look for that. I, it makes me all excited. Cause I think <laughs> after COVID I'm like, yes, let's, <laughs> so let's pay attention to this. If we see kind of late March, or April, you might see like we just recently, at least in Ventura County, we moved to a different tier. Mm-hmm. So like people could go back in the restaurants. They're still distancing, but there's another level of social sociability that's allowed. Right. And I wonder what will happen in the next three to four weeks if we're going to see another jump yeah. of connection. Mm-hmm. And then with maybe connection, you're also going to see financial. Totally. Um, people can network and get together and start yeah. creating things together. So, um, and then the other thing I want to make sure I pointed out is on the 21st of March, this is mm-hmm. what makes me think of you, Bethany, what? is enters air, um, Venus enters Aries for four weeks. Ooh. What does that be? What does Venus, Venus rules Libra. Yes. And it's love and harmony. And it's the feminine. It's like the feminine planet, right? Yes. And Mars right. is like the masculine. Yes. Which is Aries. Mars which is well, yeah, that, that's Mars rules Aries. Yeah. Well, the, the cool thing is, is it's supposed to, because Venus goes into Aries, it's about spontaneous passion love. Like you're going to, mm. we should see like, it's like putting kerosene <laughs> on your love and sexual drive. Whoop, whoop. So I'm open for rub that. Rub it out more <laughs> or find somebody to rub I it think out. I'm tired of rubbing it out. I think okay. I can find somebody. <laughs> okay. So maybe just notice a week or two for those of you who are single or those of you in who are in relationships, like plan time to get, cause you're going to basically the, the energy is saying like, Hey people, you're going to like want to rub yourself up against other people. Oh, fuck. Or rub against <laughs> like, you're going to want You're going to be here <laughs> and you're going to be I'm more already like feeling turned that. on. Yeah. Can you imagine more with Venus in Aries? Cause that's just love and romance and passion super passionate yes aries are super passionate though just so you know if anyone if you're thinking oh i'm an aries would i want to be with a libra no not so much aries and libras don't do they don't get along no unless unless you have some other signs i say aries and libras can get together when an older aries okay 45 50 and above okay a young aries and a libra don't always click um, Aries are impulsive. Libras want harmony. Aries can give a shit if it means to get something done. It's true. It's so true. I'm like, that's like one of the conversations I have with my son is like, it's not all about you. <laughs> There's other people that we need to consider. 
Yeah, then, but uh, Aquarius and Aries are actually a good match. <clears throat> yes, I, and which is, I think, you know what I think it is, is because Aquariuses think outside the box. So they're already waving the free flag, not fitting in. So when an Aries is, comes in and, and does some, you know, flips the table, they're like, eh, could you have been a little like chiller about it? Yeah, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm over here humping a tree exactly. and saying I see aliens. So, you know. Let's yeah. just be weirdos Teach together. their own, exactly. Yeah, and the Libra's like, oh. <laughs> you're Do messing with my harmony. <laughs> you're messing with my harmony. We talk about aliens and whispers. <laughs> yeah, we don't say that out loud. <laughs> oh, Lordy. That's Poor funny. Libras. Okay, so Yes, then... I also want to acknowledge that this is coming to you after the spring equinox, but doesn't mean this energy won't be available to you. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's right. We have to say that. We're recording before. Yeah, happens. we're, yeah. yes. We're, we're, we're working on our, our calendar right now. So. <laughs> so just the other two signs that are coming in for the spring is we got Taurus, total mm-hmm. different energy. And that's April 20th. Where's that comes coming in? in? Oh, in April, April 20th. Okay. So we have Aries will be coming, is coming, is here by the time this is being heard. And then Taurus is following and that's a slower. Isn't that funny? I feel like if I'm tuning into how we move from Aries to Taurus, it's like such a dra- drastic difference. Like it's like hitting a wall, boom. It's like yeah. Aries like full speed and then hits the butt of the the Taurus bull who's just like, where the fuck are you going? <laughs> yeah. I, it's so funny you say that because I've always envisioned it like hitting the brakes mm. and jerking everyone around in the car. Like, so the energy <laughs> like, go, go, go. And all of a sudden you're just like, it's like shit oh like so you might notice that the reason why lots of times we have like fast slow signs every other one is because you want to integrate if you were being in Aries all the time lord have mercy um but I have to burn yourself out (laughs) yeah I'm a little biased sometimes Taurus gets on my nerves me too because even though I have Taurus clients and I adore them sometimes I'm like "Mm." Like, how do we get you to change? I have enough Taurus clients that I, I feel like they're just not going to go fast when it comes to change. Yeah. But I can't say they change when they change. Yeah. When they decide to. Well, that's the thing about earth signs, I think, is that they're really, I feel like committed to what they're committed to. Right. So <laughs> when they're ready to change, you know, then they're going to do it and they're going to actually make it happen in the physical world, you know, um, but yeah, there, there's no telling them when that's going to happen. <laughs> it, it's true. And there's something you're saying, and I feel like I missed it, but oh, all, um, oh, I'll tell you in a second. That'll be in a moment. Yeah. It, the retrograde just is, is all in this year in 2021, all the Mercury retrograde. So the thinking planet Mercury mm-hmm. is an air signs. So what the dominant thing is, is when the retrograde happens, which it doesn't happen again until May 30th, but just FYI, everyone, it's to change the way we think. Mm. Like this year, there's a lot of movement opening, but the the Mercury retrograde is like, listen, fuckers, you got to like change belief systems, yeah, feelings. Like we can't, and especially inside of in the Aquarius, of course, would call, you guys would call that in and be like, hey, what we're doing is not working. Yeah, like, but nobody shifting. wants to fucking listen to us until it's... <laughs> mercury kick you in the ass right every three months for our if a couple weeks to get you guys to like see that it's not working right and then everyone's gonna be like oh my aquarius friend was saying this last year <laughs> yeah totally right like they're like uh-huh. so no one wants to admit that though 
I'll have to tell you. Especially Taurus. <laughs> I know, especially during that. It at least happened when Gemini. So the okay. Mercury retrograde comes in when Gemini, Gemini's called in, which is, I believe, May 20th. Which is right so, after Taurus, right? Which is what? We're right. Gemini's after Taurus. Yes. Yeah. So we'll have Aries, Taurus, then Gemini, Gemini which is May 20th. Mercury retrograde then... comes in May 30th. But here's the thing. Gemini is about thinking, being mm-hmm. smart. If you talk to a Gemini, all you have to do is say, is the voice in your head saying, I'm stupid, they're stupid. Who's stupid right now? Who's stupid? Is it me or you? <laughs> they are the judgiest, intelligent Nazis I've ever, and I'm dating one. Like, so I'm true. Like, yeah. It, they just have little patience for stupidity. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't know if I agree that everything they think is stupid is stupid. Mm-hmm. So just be prepared for learning. Learning okay. is where growing. So especially with that Mercury retrograde coming at the end of spring, yeah, we're looking at how can we grow and learn and be different, think differently. Yeah, you know but that's I, exciting this, to me. Super yeah, exciting. I love that. You get like that when I hear Jupiter is going to give me more money, and I know, right? I'm like, yeah. Ooh, we're going to think differently. Finally, yay! <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, but I have actually, there are two goddesses that you can, energies that you can tap into Ooh, that represent. Yeah. So the first one, because I looked up because we were, you know, talking about this meeting and I have these two from my goddess guidance deck. So the first one is Ostara, which is, she represents, I guess she was actually, Easter was named after her. So she's the goddess of fertility. So oh. um, going into spring, she does represent the spring equinox energy. So um she says it's the perfect time for you to start new projects access new ideas and give birth to new conditions so um you can look her up also uh she's a celtic goddess um and then we have cordelia which she actually is supportive of um, beltane beltane which is may 1st or in may is a um another celtic uh goddess she's a celtic fairy goddess actually um but she is supports you in the transition from spring to summer. Um, so that's like in May. Um, I don't know a lot about Beltane, but I know that it is celebrated. Like, have you heard of it? It's, it's a Celtic. Um, it's a, it's a, yeah, I don't know anything. <laughs> like, she's about looking it. at me. She's like, I don't, I don't know either. I did, like, but again, I know I don't, when you said, I think you said melting like pot. Oh, no, like, Beltane. And I was like, oh, no. wait. Yeah. No, that's something I think we should have someone on. Yeah. To talk about it because. I think there's a lot of that whole elemental mm-hmm. and druid and exactly. Uh, uh, what would you call it? very ancient rituals and celebrations? That right. Celebrate. But I coming guess, from I like love- the the natural. What am I trying to say? The, I, the um because like fairies and and um the elementals. So it's like very elemental and very connected to the earth. Um, yes. Those types of energies. So. Ostara and Cordelia for your spring energy. I love that. Yeah. All right, everyone. Are you ready? Are we ready for the yes spring? Spring. Oh yeah. So let's start you, with Aries first. Yeah, so let's start with Aries. The so uh, listen for sun, moon, or rising. Um, yes. Yeah. Whatever. Because I sometimes I the rising and my moon signs also resonate. Yeah. Because remember, so just for those you want to know is, so your moon, your sun sign is the month you were born in usually. So, um, and then your <clears throat> rising is about, so your, it's like, the time like your you were personality, born. who you yeah. are, kind of 
how you're, and then your rising is how you're seeing. I always believe it's kind of who you're becoming. And then your moon is your emotional, your child within. So, hmm. okay. So I'm picking from two decks. Okay. I got a really big hit to, I'm pulling from Wisdom and Oracle classic deck. And then I think there's some healing that is happening in spring. And if you hear, that's my dog scratching. Levi. <laughs> Um, and then I'm going to pull a healing card from Matt Kahn's, um, the healing mantras. I love so, him. Aries, I first got, oh, how funny, time for a nap. <laughs> what I got immediately when I saw this was, you're going to feel the energy to go, go, go. But remember, Aries, you have been, we've been in a freaking nap for a year. And remember our trainer, and she was a, she was a fire sign, um, Dawn from Theta, she, you could tell she's not, she was not used to being tired. Mm -hmm. And we were talking, she's like, I just, I think I'm a little tired. I'm never tired training, but I think it's after a year of doing everything slower, Mm -hmm. quieter. And not in person. In person takes a lot out of you. Totally good point. So just be aware of, you might want to run and build a dam or whatever you want to do in your life, but just go a little slower and Mm -hmm. take more breaks. That's, I think the key is, is if you go and take a break. Yeah. Your mantra is overcoming fear. I will transcend every loss. Mm. Aries mantra, overcoming fear. I will transcend every loss. Or what do you got B? So I actually have a lot of air energy, which is like mental energy. So it's a little bit, I think different. I think it is the Aries is kind of leading us into that new way of thinking energy. So the first card is the Knight of Swords, which is this to me, like looks like Aries energy. He's like charging forward on this bull. Is it a bull? That's funny because it's like Taurus. <laughs> it's like a bull. He's making Taurus its bitch. Right? Yes. <laughs> well, but maybe the, I feel like this is like the, this is like what's expected. I feel like you expect it to be like this, right? I'm going to mm-hmm. make Taurus my bitch. He's not going to be able to stop me. Um, <laughs> charging forward it's like my way or the highway this is what I think but then we have the queen of swords show up and she is still and she is like I'm not taking your bullshit but I also felt a very much like you're gonna soften into your more feminine side um whether you're a man or a woman it doesn't matter but like uh you're gonna start and look there's a bowl here too um oh yeah she has a bowl yeah um so softening into I feel like the way that you're going to think and like, I feel like in general, the world is moving into a more feminine kind of um, matriarchal way of seeing the world. And I think Mm -hmm. that's what Aries, especially being such a masculine energy, it's like the God of war, right? That's like, what's more masculine than that. Um, I feel like uh, you're still like with the, the logical reasoning is still going to be there, right? Which is masculine. However, it's going to be a little bit softer, a little bit more feminine. And then we have justice, which is balance. Um, And to me, like, you know, this is, represents Libra I do believe in the tarot um because the scales does represent Libra um but it's about just it it is about finding the balance between masculine and feminine and not being so overtly masculine all the Mm. time right it's okay like you said and taking a break to me is more feminine that's resting it's um being open to receive and knowing when to do both and to switch back and forth between the two all right we're moving to Taurus Taurus um, I got serendipity. So it's this four leaf clover with this fairy. And what I see is 
um, based on this card is really being open-minded. Cause I do think there's, I'm with B. Bethany was saying like, there's just this, this air sign is overarching this whole year. Aquarius, it is the year of the Aquarius. 2021 is Aquarius's year. So when you merge the air sign of Aquarius and you put Taurus together, it's about being open-minded to see magic happen. Sometimes Tauruses can have their heads down and not see potential, something like a, you know, rainbow. So just kind of, if you're a Taurus, be open to things going in your way without having to do a lot of work. Um, and it feels pretty kind of like, wow, that's kind of nice. Wow, that's kind of nice. Uh, so just be open, like during your birthday month, it feels like things should be going your way with very little effort. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the mantra, um, so dispelling sadness. I will feel better once I get the rest I need. I will feel better once I get the rest I need. So did you hear that? The rest. So it's when it's less moving Tauruses and it's more allowing mm-hmm. is the energy of the spring for you. Especially peaks. I feel like it peaks during your birthday. Nice. Yeah. So I, I definitely got a lot of that, like the words be, feeling like you're in your element came to mind. So like we have the world card, which is uh, about feeling connected to nature. Um, it could be about travel, but uh, it's more about just feeling connected to all that, to all that is basically um, the universal consciousness energy. And then we have the Knight of Pentacles, which is like basically your energy. It's slow and steady, moves the race. Like I know is where I'm going. Rabbit? I think it's a squirrel. Oh, okay. This guy is writing a giant squirrel in this deck that I'm using. It's called the Spellcaster's Tarot. Um, I love it. So uh, it's very elemental, lots of stuff. So you're going to be in your element. You're going to feel like permission to be your slow and steady. Nobody has to tell me what to do because I already know where I'm going. You don't have to rush me. And then the, the lastly, the seven of wands kind of confirms that, which is about standing your ground. Like he's like, nope, I'm, I'm good. Like I'm confident in what I'm doing you like, whereas in this card, sometimes it can be about being defensive, but it, the way he's looking, he doesn't look defensive. He looks more confident in knowing that this is what I'm going to do. And this is how I do things. And you don't have to Aries energy. Stop pushing me. Basically <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. So yeah, you'll feel good about where you're headed. All right. So we've got Gemini and it's so funny. I got imagine So for Geminis, the way the spring energy looks like is what can you imagine you want? Like really, I would start with that spring equinox um, around the end of March looking like, what do I want to create in my life? What do I want to see blossom in the coming months? And really just like lay in your softer side. I always think of um, Beatles, uh, the Imagine song. It's my favorite song. Oh my God. I'm totally, uh, John, <laughs> John, John Led, not Led, Lennon. I was about to say Lennon, Legend. I was you. like, that's John not it. <laughs> Imagine song. So if you want to get inspired, listen to that song. Like what could a world look like that would suit you? That would excite you. Um, it feels very much lay in the shade, lay in a hammock, sit outside and just imagine what can happen in your life or the world around you. And then intend that it happens. It's so passive. I, for me, I'm almost noticing like how passive the energy is for Gemini, but it feels right 
So you, it just feels like softening. You guys can be a little bit critiquey as we talked about earlier. Just soften that and then engage in hopefulness and engage in daydreaming of what's possible. Mm-hmm. Interesting card that comes up is receiving elation, right? Like receiving happiness. So Gemini's for spring, your mantra is I am born of infinite joy. I am born of infinite joy. So remembering your set point, who you are is joy. Awesome. Yeah, I, d- I feel a lot of slowing down energy for them too. The first card of, is six of swords, which is about moving on to calmer water. So mm. swords are our thoughts. So it's about choosing more peaceful thoughts. Six represent harmony, um, sixes uh, in numerology. So it's about choosing to maybe surrender more and not be so active in your face or like maybe even aggressive when it comes to the way that you think when it like judging other people or, you know, communication, it's more sitting back and allowing things to happen. Um, And then the two of swords, which is about needing to make a decision, but I didn't feel like this was, it is, it's about being in a stalemate. It's almost like, I don't need to, it's about non-action. So choosing not to act, choosing to kind of just sit and observe and see like, that because what I see it because the um, Gemini is the twins, which is uh, duality, right? So that's mm-hmm. masculine, feminine, light, dark, um, positive, negative, and they have difficulty. I think uh, being in the middle, it's like they're one or the other usually. Um, so the the two of swords to me is about sitting in the middle of it, not choosing one side or the other. And I think you're learning how to integrate that thinking into your life instead of I'm going to be this way or this way and there's no in between and then we have you guys the lovers which represents Gemini energy so I feel like it's going to create a more balanced you like you're going to feel definitely more in your element but you're going to feel more balanced and able to tap into both sides maybe simultaneously rather than just one at a time I like that card Mm -hmm. so far it's my favorite card it had these two people holding hands and a rainbow and a heart Yes, they're hand fasting. They're doing a hand fasting ceremony, which is, you know, like getting married. Marriage? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. All right. So next we have cancer. Cancer. And cancer. It's, I swear this is the energy for spring. Yin. Yes, it's feminine energy. It's feminine energy. So you got, and yin is about that allowing. It's mm-hmm. really about being receiving. Like when I picture yin sometimes, I picture like, a queen who's sitting in her throne and people are like, oh, you want this? You want this? Like, we just want to please you. Yes. And so yin is allow- is really about allowing people, the energy, things to please you. In order to see it, cancers, the key is to not go get it, not earn it, not work for it, is to just be present. Mm. And a challenge, what might get in your way a little bit, the card that I picked for around the uh, healing mantra is embracing worthiness. Cancers are amazing at hiding, hiding their insecurities. There's a lot of like, oh, I'm good, or I'm, I'm amazing, or, you know, but there is a lot of insecurities that kind of hide under the surface. So cancers, how a uh, mantra to help you embrace your worthiness is, I feel worthiness filling every cell of my body and it feels amazing. I feel worthiness feeling every cell of my body and it feels amazing. 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 I love that. 
Well, it's so funny because I pulled the moon card. That was the first card. And that is the like a feminine, yeah. the feminine card, one of the feminine cards in the deck. So, and it also rules, the moon rules cancer, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, not yeah. in the actual tarot. For some reason, this card represents Pisces, but in the, the actual moon in the sky <laughs> rules cancer. All right. Am I right? Because I always get confused. Yes, you're right. Okay. Yeah, so, right. I feel it's you definitely tapping into your feminine energy, like she said. However, it's also like noticing how you ebb and flow with the moon cycle um, and tapping into your intuition more. Uh, Then we have the three of cups, which is about celebration, coming together, enjoying yourself um, with other people. However, what I did get, this card can also sometimes mean like one too many cups, right? Like maybe a little drinking a little bit too much, a little too much fun, but I really feel like not to not have fun, but um, make sure that you are nourishing your cup first. Like, so then the last card is the Ace of Cups, which is about self-love or a new beginning in love, but it's really about filling your own cup. So make sure that you're focusing on what nourishes you fully first and foremost, before then going and like sharing your cup with other people. Um, So it is all about you. Like I totally saw that image that you were talking about as the goddess, like, you know, let other people be that for you. Right. And, and notice how that can, can bring you as much joy as when you do that for other people, you know, like you get to now kind of receive that. That was for you cancers. Mm -hmm. We got Leo and Leo, I got chop wood. (laughs) Usually means get your shit done. Um, my sense is sometimes, um, okay. So Leo, you're getting a little bit like so far, everyone's getting a lot of like, that was a ding. That was your right on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, like lay back. Don't, don't oh worry. My God. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, and it's my dad. He's a Leo. That's who's. Oh my God. How funny. <laughs> my phone or actually my laptop. So what you're looking at is Leo's. There's a way sometimes you could be about projects, things is like, look what I created. And you might've collaborated. You might've been one of multiple people. So just Leo's, just see yourself, check yourself a little bit. This is the year Aquarius is about working together, about being collaborative. And Leo's, sometimes you need a lot of love and you like to claim more than you maybe actually did. So the energy of spring is to check you a little bit. It's the invitation is like, hey, Leos, I wouldn't, I would be aware not to say if you did 50% of a project, but there's three other people that did 10, 15% of it, broke the rest of it up and you, and you act like you did it, it's going to shadow the success of the group. So the idea is inclu- be inclusive embrace the whole group as a part of it because you couldn't have gotten there without them even though you think you could have i'm telling you leos <laughs> yeah didn't so just check i love a good leo energy but the energy of for spring is saying you need to check yourself because my sense is this year is like we need to like soften the ego mm-hmm. and leo sometimes you just a tad then what is it just a tad just, just a, tad. a tad. bit just of ego <laughs> um and then the mantra for healing is it's about expressing free will. My choices determine how brightly I shine. Here's what I get. Free will for everyone. 
are you allowing everyone to shine bright as you need to shine bright? So my choices determine how brightly I shine and how inclusive can I bring others to the table to shine to, or that I shine my light on them instead of needing light to be shined on me. A little bit of a reality check for Leos. I love you. <laughs> I love you, Leos. Could this be a little bit uh, biased? No, I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> well, <I, laughs> of your dad, I'm totally kidding. Oh, I feel bad. I love Leos. No. Um, yeah, so the first card for you is the Wheel of Fortune. And I, I really felt a lot of what Aaron said. So I'm just going to kind of piggyback on that. But the Wheel of Fortune is about uh, luck and kind of the wheels and things changing, fortune happening. And I think more of the message is like, if you've been successful in your life, or if you're about to have a successful period, right, uh, where I feel like you are having and will continue to have success and things like like you feel like it's luck and, and fortune and all that. The next card is the six of pentacles, which is about reciprocity, giving and equal give and take. So you want to, and it's, it can be about philanthropy too. So you want to remember to give back um, when you, you know, are receiving a lot of, and maybe you, and going off of what Aaron said, if you worked with a team, make sure, you know, it's, it's an equal exchange of energy and it's not you just taking up all of the, you know, all reaping all the rewards. Um, but I really feel like the more so just for like yourself, whether you're on a team or not, it's <clears throat> sharing your fortune, your goodwill, whatever it is, whatever you have to give to others, remembering to share it with people um, to create that balance and harmony. Sixes again are about harmony. Um, and then we have the seven of pentacles, which is a progression from the six. So this card is about patience and nurturing the things that you are already like tending to. So it is a lot like chopping wood, like that card is basically just tending to the things that are in front of you, like your day-to-day -day tasks. And you can't forget those things when you are successful or when you become, when you reach a level of, um, I feel like, I kind of feel like success in terms of recognition or just like kind of making it big kind of energy. You, you can't remember, or you can't forget to, uh, tend to the little things. So be patient also that maybe you had this really big cycle and kind of burst of something happen. Don't expect it to continue necessarily going that way, right? Um, you have to nurture it in order to keep it going and growing um, rather than just expect large things to keep coming, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think it totally makes sense. It's very much a like I think what Bethany you were sharing is like make sure you share because like when they talk yeah. about like the law of attraction of money, it's yeah it's about giving some to get more because it's creating the synergy of energy. Mm -hmm. So well, keeping it, it going, right? Yeah. It behooves you to like, Oh, I'm going to give some of this away mm -hmm. or recognition. I'm going to like, who else got us here? Yeah. And it's about sharing and that sharing has synergy to it. Yeah. Or investing in people or things or causes that you are passionate about that are helping other people too, you know? Yeah. I would, I, I, to, to add to that, I feel like, and maybe a little bit uncomfortable, Leo. It was like, a little, like, <laughs> ooh, am I really going to give that much? Or am I really going to, yes, give, whatever it is, it is, Listen yeah. the purse strings. <laughs> <laughs> it is give a little more than you might, you might feel a little uncomfortable because there's something available on the other side and it will have a synergy to it that serves you. So, and you know, you can say later look at i gave all this away yeah yeah exactly and get the recognition <laughs> <laughs> maybe summer will be your time when you get to like say oh my gosh i did this yeah all right virgos that's what i thought i wasn't sure virgos 
you're in spring going through a regeneration. So if you're feeling a little off kilter, like, holy shit, not things maybe are not, regeneration is not always, um, it's transformational. Transformation doesn't always come in a comfortable package. It doesn't ever. (laughs) So it might look very um, uncomfortable. It might look like breakdowns, but the key is, Remember when you see something not going your way and and I feel bad because Virgos really try to get shit together. Like they prep, they do this, they get everything. They work really hard. So things don't go awry. I'm telling you spring shit's going to go awry. And instead of looking at it as a breakdown, go, my gosh, I can't imagine what breakthrough is coming because I can't keep this fucking thing together because there's just one breakdown is happening to have you have an awakening Mm -hmm. and or also it feels like the world around you so it's not just you there's people having an awakening around you inside of this seemingly breakdown okay your healing mantra inside of breakdowns oh my gosh virgos listen if you could do this you've got power if you could allow appreciation inside of a breakdown you're fucking transformed like i'm telling you you're a transformed virgo if you can sit inside a mess and, and be okay say, with it. <laughs> yeah. And be like, and almost like celebrate it. Yeah. And the mantra is I value the value of all, hold on, let me try that again. The value of my life increases each time I appreciate everything in it. The value of my life increases each time I appreciate everything in it, even when shit happens. Yeah. Cause shit's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Cause like the death card was the first card oh, that came ah! out for them. <laughs> which is about death and rebirth and transformation. It's Scorpio energy. So, oh man, I feel like Virgos like are terrified of Scorpio energy. Could you ever imagine a, a Virgo and a Scorpio together? Um, yeah, I don't have it. I can't, I, I'm mad with the clients <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think I because yeah I'm imagining Virgo which is like I it's an element of control right you guys are so planned so organized so and it it doesn't have to be a bad thing but it can you can overdo it sometimes to where you're trying to control and plan and and you know prep and and all of this stuff and it's like it's in your relationship to how when things break down how you deal with it like did you make it mean you were a fucking idiot or did you just say oh okay that you know and kind of move through it um, so that's going to determine how you move through this period. So the, ne- the, the second, but I do feel like this is what's going to come up. You're going to realize the five of cups is about crying over spilled milk, like looking at things that didn't work out in the past, grieving over it, kind of complaining like, oh man, you know, like regret all of that. So you are going to go through a period of that, but I think it's to show you, oh, but this is how I usually react when something doesn't go my way. Or mm-hmm. when I know that I planned something to the T and it's, and still something fucked up or it fell apart okay that's like you're going to realize your reaction to it because it's going to be kind of like I feel like it's going to be a an intense reaction to something minor and you're going to be like what the fuck is wrong with me (laughs) like (laughs) you're going to then start questioning your own sanity because you're like why am I so upset about this you know I know that I prepped and I know that I planned and I did everything that I can and you're that's the transformation bit is where you're going to be like oh okay well I don't have to react that way I don't have to get so upset and because Virgos are actually, I think, a little bit more logical, they're def- like, you know, more kind of like, I don't know, A to B type um, left brain thinkers, um, the high priestess is about tapping into your intuition. I feel like it's giving you the chance to um, feel intelligent through another avenue, which is your right brain, your, your uh, intuition and um, your feeling energy rather than your thinking energy. So 
You'll still feel intelligent, I promise. <laughs> we need our Virgos. They're like oh, yeah. organizers and exactly taskmasters. Task okay. Oh, yeah. Libras, I pulled go the distance. So in this energy coming up in spring equinox is to take something all the way through. Take an idea, take something that um, you want to birth and go to the end. What I keep seeing is um, potential obstacles. Like, wait, how can I get that? What do I do? And just keep going for it until like until you hit the end. So let's say you're trying to create an event or let's say there's an, and you have a month to do it. You just keep tackling it until that day comes and then you have what you have. Um, it feels a little bit more, putting a little bit more muscle energy into it, Libras, this is me included. So um, then just, uh, it's, so we're kind of a little bit, it's the yin and the yang. So you gotta you open up to ideas, but then you have to move for, move it forward. The mantra for Libras to keep aware of this spring is opening my mind. I allow myself to see beyond my beliefs and ideas. So my sense is, is that there is more available to the, than you can see on the horizon and just keep going, keep pushing through, um, and not too effortly, but just enough, just more than you're used to, to see what arises. What do you get, B? I feel oh, like God, Libra. I'm nervous. <laughs> Libras are gonna have. I okay. This isn't. I don't know. Okay, I'm not gonna say that. It's going to be an interesting. Like okay, going off of what you said, when it comes to following through with things, the I there's this commitment. Like so, the first card is the Hierophant, which is Taurus energy, but it's about spiritual commitment. It's like what are what are your higher purpose commitment. So what are you committed to on a higher level? Um, but again, the flip side of that can sometimes mean like, what do you not realize you're committed to when it comes to, uh, like, so I think of this as like dogma too, you know, or like mm. spiritual and religion, like, what are you committed to unconsciously that mm. you're, that you, you don't realize is actually holding you back. Um, and that you're, you're operating through that system, um, unknowingly. So, mm the seven of swords is about, um, deception. Like it could be about self-deception or other people deceiving you or getting away with something. And <laughs> so I feel like there's, there is, I, I kind of am feeling it's more about religion or, um, a way that you were brought up that is deceiving, or it's like a reason why you may not be moving forward with something necessarily. Um, and underlying that is the three of swords, which is about heartbreak, <laughs> oh, <laughs> healing yeah. heartbreak. I know. But it's, so I didn't feel it was like negative energy here. It was more of like, I think you're realizing like, I actually do this to myself or I actually cause this suffering or this, um, this feeling of, I can't do it or it's not good enough or, uh, you know, why maybe you don't move forward with something. And, and it's all stemming from possibly something that happened through, the way you were conditioned growing up. And I feel like it's, um, you know, your relationship to God or your relationship to creation or, uh, religion somehow. It totally makes sense to me be, uh, because I think of like, go the distance. If you get on, if the Libra's getting uncomfortable, right. And they're like, wait, uh, it, like, 
it's push through the discomfort of yeah. old beliefs. And I keep thinking of like, if you were in a family that said you can't make a lot of money or you yeah. were like, you can't love who you want to love. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you have to push through those belief systems to break through, which of course, in a year of Aquarius, we want you yeah. to break through to new ways of seeing and thinking through the world. Exactly. And so basically Libras, you and I, we're going to be uncomfortable. This yeah. is what I'm hearing. <laughs> You can, and you can do it anyway, but yeah, that I love what you said is you, you push through it because you're going to re- you're going to see it for what it is. You're going to see that it's a false belief. It's a false, yeah, like a, a, a false feeling that you don't have to give into. Totally. Yeah. It's like, yeah, limiting. All right. Libra Scorpio, which is funny. Scorpio. I just got a thing reminder from, um, Megan, who's our marketing Scorpio. Scorpio. <sighs> Well, unlike Libras, Scorpios treasure island. And I think sometimes when the energy is um, heavier for everyone else sometimes, or like a new shift, Scorpios seem to capitalize on it. Because they're always in their heavy energy. (laughs) I see, yeah, I totally, right? So I would see for you, Scorpios, in this spring 2021, there's going to be treasures to be found. Uh, and it feels very like opportunity or something lucrative, something that like really brings money, wealth towards you. Um, and it seems a little, which is funny. Just the last piece I get is it feels very much like I can't, how the hell did that show up? Like, it doesn't make sense. I think it's to validate there's goodness in the world and Scorpios need to be constantly reminded. Like mm-hmm. pe- I believe people are inherently good. There's beauty, there's love. And so for you just enjoy, like, it's like kind of like if you went on an Easter hunt, but you didn't know you were on one and you're finding money, you're finding this. So just enjoy it rather yeah. than be suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> don't question it. <laughs> don't question it. Cause then right. you get the joy out of it. Yeah, totally. But I, that's, that's- mantra encountering conflict. I don't choose sides. I take a stand. I think this is a really good one for a lot of us is I don't choose sides. I take a stand. And that one, I think inside of this, you might find inside of like, wow, these random cool things that happen to you or given to you is you might find that you're lighter than everyone else and encouraging people like, Hey, you don't have to take a side. Just be you. Scorpios have no problem. And they don't say they have no problem, but as they grow older, they could stand and be themselves more and more. They're a great um, mentor for that. So maybe showing people, reminding people to trust that who they are is good enough and they don't need to be on anyone's side. They just need to be them. I like that. What'd you get, Bethany, who's getting... <laughs> my dog just sat underneath <laughs> on my foot and your cat just jumped on your table. I know. his Yeah, his tail was in the shot. Um, so whatever they Scorpios you've been working on I feel like you didn't expect it it's been taking a long time so we have the seven of pentacles which is about patience nurturing something growing something that you know you're you're committed to it at this point and you can't you know you're just gonna you got to keep nurturing it right until it grows to its full potential and then we have the knight of pentacles which is another it's the slowest moving action card in the deck and um so it does have to do with money and some things you're creating in the physical world um but I feel like there's this something that you didn't expect to give bring you so much happiness because it was like 
you never thought it was going to come to fruition or you were questioning it the whole time or you just weren't sure because you weren't getting evidence of it. But the Ten of Cups is your last card, which is, you know, like emotional fulfillment. Yeah, it's one of the best cards you can get in the deck. It's like it's almost like exactly what Aaron was saying is like you didn't expect it to be like to be so wonderful and you're kind of just like oh I didn't think that what I had been working on was actually going to turn into this or I thought it was going to just be like um maybe you thought it was going to bring a lot of money but instead it brought you a lot of joy and happiness and personal growth you know and maybe the money is now just a side effect of it but um it's a it's a product of you not giving up on something and nurturing it to its full potential and being patient um for it to actually you know bear its fruit so yeah, you're going to enjoy the the happiness of that. Go, Scorpio. Yeah. All right, we've got Sagittarius. Mm, I love Sagittarius. Unfinished Symphony, which makes me think it reminds me of the Virgo. Um, <laughs> I think it was Virgo. Or maybe, I don't know. Um, what I see is... Um, it's two, it's twofold. One is about there's things that you maybe put on Remember, go back. So Sagittarius is go back to whatever you were hoping to create before COVID and the pandemic. There's some things about reawakening things that you had to put on the shelf. Remember you're the wanderlust, you're the traveler, you're the adventurer. What do you want to bring back? And there's a piece of bringing back a dream and experience very, very experiential to do. So there's that. But then the other piece is there's some growth here that you've, I feel like there's a little delayed growth that hasn't happened yet around your personality, around your perception. So just look at, here's the key. If you keep getting stuck or maybe getting in the same argument or same thing happens, there's unfinished business for you to grow and there's some healing and even more that it feels like maturing, like, oh my gosh. I keep getting frustrated when I drive. Wait, who's the one getting frustrated every time they're driving? Me. Okay, so I'm going to work on me instead of calling everyone assholes who drives around me, no matter what city, state I'm in. So do that inner work and it feels like you will shift because your mantra is greeting wellness. And I feel like it's very psychological wellness is what you want to embrace. And here's your mantra. Balance is the key to a life of infinite miracles. Okay, Sagittarius, listen up. Balance is the key to a life of infinite miracles. So staying balanced um, will give you lots more miracles. All right, what did you get, Miss Bethany? So, um, yeah, I definitely was feeling a lot of what you said. Like, there's something, I feel like you're learning a new way of of doing something. So the Ace of Swords is about clarity and truth. It's about a new beginning um, in like a new idea or something, an idea forming. But I felt like this, so Sagittarius is the archer, right? So you guys uh, can hit your mark pretty easily. And I think you're used to being able to yeah, I, that, yeah, that's why it's ruled by Jupiter, you said, right? Yeah. Um, that's why you're used, you're kind of used to hitting your mark, right? So, um, and doing it a certain way. But then we have the Knight of Wands, which this card is about, he's like the Casanova. So coming in really quickly, leaving very quickly. So it's something that fizzles out. It's not something that's meant to last. And I almost feel like you're getting this like shit, like what I was working on didn't necessarily pan out or like um, it, yeah, like it, it didn't pan out or it didn't, it wasn't, 
it didn't last as long as you thought it was going to. Um, but it wasn't meant to because it, it didn't come from a place I feel it came from more of your mind, which is the source energy. It came more logic than it did from like your heart, your body, your passion, like what you truly like where you truly want it to come from. So the seven of cups is about um, daydreaming or having a lot of options. And I think that might be good for you to expand where towards you're so narrowly focused on like one thing or one way of doing something. It might be good for you to expand and look at what your options are before then choosing which direction to shoot your arrow. So um, I, I just feel there's a, a different way of operating in the world, but coming from a more emo like, cups are about our emotions. So tapping into how you feel about things rather than logically what it, your mind is telling you is the best course of action. Yeah. Hmm. And it's interesting you said air, something about like thinking, like I was talking about like having, bringing something to fruition. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's just going to come about in a way that I, th I think you tried it one way and it didn't work out. And so it's more about going back to the drawing board, not giving up on it but seeing where it can come from a more sustainable place where, where to me, which is like when you're really emotionally connected to an idea or something like that's going to move it forward more so than just like, Oh, I think this is a good idea. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. We have Capricorn. You got two cards and we have Yang and thinker. So Yang is about doing what I, and then, um, so it's that energy of, it's the masculine, the accomplished, do something, go get what you want, go make something happen. Um, and then the thinker, what I see is during spring, take a little more time to think, um, to question your thinking like okay so i'm thinking is because here's the thing if you're a capricorn you're pretty black and white by your thinking that's good that's bad she's right he's wrong there's a good there's a correct way to do things and there's an incorrect way very black and white and it sometimes is divisive and i don't even think capricorn it's not their intention but it could have that way i would challenge you capricorns to think why do i want to do that why do i come to this conclusion and then do and move something forward. Like if I am going to say, okay, that's the right way. Like that's my stance. And then I'm going to behave accordingly. The, the invitation in this spring energy is to take, to challenge that a little bit, or just to ask yourself why, like, why am I thinking that? Why did I come to that conclusion? And that little bit of gap of curiosity might change your behavior. My sense is Capricorns, when you move, you have a, you move with an authority, and the energy is asking you to question yourself before you move to make sure you're doing the right movements, causing the right ripples mm. that go out in the world or into your community or family. All right, resolving anger. This is great because Capricorn. One of the things you might do is when you think you're right, ding, yeah, ding <laughs> on your my little righteous boyfriend. Uh, when you think you're right, you're talking to him. When you yeah, think yeah. you're right. Yeah, he's, he's pretty clear where he thinks he's right. So the idea is, um, <laughs> it just keeps coming. The idea is that to be, check your check in with your emotions are um, when you're feeling anger because you make a lot of decisions out of that. Okay. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. 
the mantra for you, Capricorns, is conflict. Conflict reminds me when I need more space for myself. So it really validates that what I was saying about slow down before you be move forward and act. Really? So conflict reminds me when I need more space for myself. Aaron would add before I make movements. Yeah, <laughs> or communication. <laughs> yeah, I I definitely feel that. So the first card is the page of wands. And this card is always to me, if you, in the card, this man is like, has his hand to his ear. He's like kind of listening to the birds, but it's about listening for guidance. I feel like you can benefit from slowing down and listening more, like listening to yourself, also listening to what others are saying first, rather than uh, just responding, right? Uh, sorry, my cat's distracting me. Oh my God, he's gonna knock over my cup. Um, See, I'm not listening. <laughs> I'm not paying attention. So um, try not to be distracted when others, when you're talking to others, when you're listening. I'm sorry, my cat's going to jump right now and I'm scared. That he, oh, he's so much more graceful than I give him credit for. Um, anyways, try not to be distracted. <laughs> Do you notice how we're getting so many distractions during Capricorn's reading? Like the dings and all that stuff. Um because when you slow down and you actually listen to what's being said, you're going to feel like you're coming from a place, you, you'll be more, okay, so the, the six of wands is about recognition, it could be about public recognition or feeling like being recognized for an accomplishment. I think that's what ultimately what you guys want, right, or is what you're seeking, um, and you're realizing maybe you're not getting that, but it's because are, but are you giving that to other people? Are you recognizing other people for their accomplishments? And then, you know what I mean? I feel like it's a, it's a, a two-way thing where you, you want something from people that you feel like you're not getting that comes with like the anger piece, you know, like maybe you're not being heard or you're not feeling seen and you want that from other people, but are you doing that in your life for other people, right? So like giving out what you would like to attract and also are you doing it for yourself? Are you recognizing yourself? Are you actually listening to yourself? Um, and um, because we have the King of Swords, which is he's like kind of the most stoic, like doesn't really express emotions, but is very communicative, um, is has that right or wrong energy, uh, can have strong boundaries. So there are, I feel like the boundaries are needed to be had somewhere, whether that's with yourself and how you talk to yourself. And then I think because we also then treat other people how we usually treat ourselves. So if you are lashing out at other people or you're super angry or you're like really void of, you're devoid of, emo is that a word, devoid? Yeah. <laughs> you don't have emotion when you're talking to people. Um, that's probably how you're treating yourself, you know? So look at both those things like how are you with yourself when it comes to listening communicating um and then how is that being reflected back to you and what's happening with your relationships at the moment it's a little bit heavy okay sorry capricorns yeah all right next we have aquarius Yee! this one this is Stephanie's sign the year of aquarius and now we're talking about the sign aquarius yeah. i got to the sea and my thing is for Aquarius is, is what the energy is inviting you to um, let things go. Once you have it to a certain point, you've got to just launch your boat, mm. right? Like, okay. Um, Cause this is to the sea. It has a little paper boat in the water and it's really about trusting the flow of energy. And when you have this idea, okay, get it to a certain point 
form and then you just got to kiss it like so I created these I worked with uh, my family and we're like trying to create rules and I was like here's I've got a little bit I have a start point that I wanted us to get along in communication more but I had to trust the process that they would collaborate with me and we would come up with family rules so Aquarius is it's like that what do you want put and then meet up share with people but trust the collaboration because then you have to really release it the flow of where it's going to go you What's lovely about Aquarius is oftentimes they can do that, but sometimes they can seem a little controlling when it's super important to them or people are really close or the project is their responsibilities. They don't get controlling about a lot, but so the idea is really use the spring energy to like let flow in, let collaboration to happen so it can really form it a new way. Um, and then hilariously, you're so, you're feeling <laughs> is welcoming surrender. And the mantra is, there's no problem, only destiny being revealed. Hmm. So the slogan for you Aquarius is, there's no problem, only destiny being revealed. I definitely resonate with that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay, so the first card is the emperor, which is Aries energy, Um, which is funny to me because I sometimes struggle with Aries energy, but, it's about, you know, he's in charge, right? He's, he's building his empire. He's the one in charge. And I definitely picking up on what you said is like, this is, I think how Aquarius is our, maybe it's not, it, it can be a, a conscious and um, evolved energy, but it can also be a shadow energy where you're, this is like a, a, a way to protect yourself, right? As I'm the one in charge. That's why it's harder to work with other people because you're like, I don't want to be challenged. I don't want my, my ideas to be questioned because again, Aquarius can be very, um, cat, sorry. <laughs> they can be very easygoing, but when they're not easygoing, it's, you know, like that's when you said there's certain things that are like, mm, I don't know. I just really don't want to, you know, give up on this thing or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and that's when they get defensive. So the nine of wands is about being defensive or feeling like the wounded warrior. And I, it's coming from a place of feeling like you've been through a battle. Maybe you have been through a lot. Maybe you've been hurt by people in the past. So you have this strong defense up, which is fine, but you have to feel into, are these people actually, do they, you know, do they want, have my best interest? Are they actually working with me in partnership or are they going to fuck me over in the end? You know? Um, but it's important to remember that because if you have evolved and you've changed over the years, you're not going to attract the same things if you've learned your lesson. And the last card is the 10 of cups. So I think it's, you know, and there's four people in this card, which I love it's, And it is about a family, like coming together. Usually there's like a family in this card. Um, so it is all about collaboration with other people, happiness with other people. And whereas Aquarius, they're super independent, used to maybe being on their own. It's, it's, we're learning how to be in partnership in relationship with other people without feeling like we need to defend ourselves or guard ourselves um, or be afraid that other people are going to take something or whatever it is. That makes sense. Um, Okay. So last we have Pisces, our last sign. Um, Okay. So I had to pull two cards because the first card I got for you, Pisces, is round and round, which usually means it's like oh, different day, same thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Pisces do have that way sometimes, uh, not sometimes, a lot of Pisces energy is not 
grounded in movement of moving something forward. It's very much around like Pisces have this beautiful way to connect to the universe, but on a conscious level and to be intuitive when you're unconscious or you're triggered by fear, you get stuck in a round and round energy. Like you're not going to move the needle because you're like, Oh gosh, what if I do this? Well, it's like spooked it no matter what way you go. And so the idea is, listen, you're heading into a spring where you're going to be triggered with fear. It's breathe into it. There was um, the invitation in this energy is to breathe into it and go, Oh, I'm triggered. Just become the observer. And if you could do the second, so first one is become the observer that you're triggered. Second one is just to admit it. So if you're in a classroom or you're talking to a loved one or you're at work and you're triggered, what happens for Pisces is oftentimes they try to pretend they're not. And that just makes you suffer more. So the cards are saying, hey, just acknowledge where you are and you'll actually have some more freedom than you normally do. Because it is your nature to be when you're triggered to like which way no matter Mm -hmm. which what no matter what you do what were you saying bethany oh i was gonna say close off usually people want to like kind of retreat down yeah um the mantra your healing mantra is acknowledging apprehension (laughs) so just acknowledge when you're feeling apprehensive scared and here's your mantra when it's a yes nothing can stop me when I'm unsure, it's always a no. Mm, mm-hmm. When it's a yes, nothing can stop me. When I'm unsure, it's always a no. Yeah. What'd you get? Yeah, definitely. There, so much of what you said, like the first card is the King of Cups. And the thing about the King of Cups is he feels a lot of things, but doesn't necessarily express them or show that he's feeling them. Um, so you you can be a master of your emotions, but if you're not... Like if you look at his face, I look, it, it's almost like he's smiling and he's like, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. I swear. You know, like he's what he's oh, like inside. Yeah. That like awkward smile where you're just like, okay. Yeah. Like you, you almost don't know how to, to react or to, you don't know what to think or say or do or how to be. And it, it goes back to what you're feeling inside. And sometimes it can be confusing, I think, but much like Libra, we have the three of swords and the seven of swords come out again. So there's, there's some healing that's taking place or needs to take place that if you're going round and round, like the card said, it's because there is still something for you to learn or to gain from it. There's still some healing that needs to happen that you're not necessarily allowing yourself to. And again, you're creating your own suffering by doing that. Um, maybe you've been deceived in the past, or maybe you deceive yourself, or maybe you could, I feel like you confuse yourself so much by trying to analyze your emotions because you feel so many different things and, and you can see so many so many layers and so many different perspectives that sometimes it it gets really confusing for you and it almost creates suffering because of it. Um, It's like the tortured artist or, you know, like I'm kind of getting that energy where you just feel, you know, you see and feel so much pain and bad and, and also the good and the joy in the world. And it's like, you're so up and down. You don't know which, which to fucking, which ride to ride, you know, you're like, (laughs) which ride and when to get off. (laughs) So Go easy on yourself and remember that if you are experiencing a lot at one time, you're just healing something. And and instead of 
getting freaked out by, oh my God, what am I feeling? Go into it and be like, what is this showing me? What am I letting go of? Try to be a little bit more conscious and, and empowered by it rather than feeling like it's taking over you because you do have the power to, to uh, heal it or to, to let it go. But again, I, there may be something in you not never learning that you had the power to do that and instead just kind of staying on that roller coaster ride of emotions and never communicating it or or finding an outlet all right that was pisces i think that's it yeah we did it so that we integrated the intuitive hits in this show for the spring of 2021 which starts march 20th and goes to i believe june 20th so the next time we do, we'll do summer intuitive yeah. hits. Um, if you like what you hear, you want to check Bethany and I out beyond our podcast. First of all, like us, follow us, uh, give us a review. You, we mm-hmm. get totally get off on that. Um, we love to repost reviews. Yeah. Um, so do that. But if you're interested in a reading or you're interested in any of the work Bethany or I are doing, you can go to empower authenticity powering authenticity motherfucker Why don't you just stick to yours and i'll say it's mine yeah, okay. i'll say mine <laughs> aaron pruitt. i appreciate it yeah. thank you aaron or the real aaron pruitt instagram or aaron pruitt facebook check me out and book a session or take my class yeah yes and i am at um empoweringauthenticity.com on Instagram is just empowering authenticity. And I believe on Facebook, it's Bethany Evans and empowering authenticity in the same line. So anyways, you'll find us <laughs> and we appreciate you so much for listening and um, letting us know, yeah, what you like and what you don't like and giving us feedback. We invite all of it. So let us know. And we'll be launching our next book club. So be aware. This is going to be a good one. And we're going to be doing a series on shame. Yes. So really looking at where we hold shame and really trying to like, let that shame go. Let that shit go. Yes. I'm excited. Keep listening. Lots of new things coming. All right. Bye. Bye everyone.